and welcome to episode four of No More Mr. Nice Guy. My name is Katherine Brooks. I am your host and I am a life coach for men. And if you have somehow found your way to this podcast, welcome to the party. I'm so glad you are here. This is a show to help men fully and truly thrive. And why is it called No More Mr. Nice Guy? Because nice guy syndrome is pervasive and it is affecting so many men in our world right now. And it is keeping them stuck in a series of habits and patterns that are limiting and keeping them far away from their actual potential. So this is a podcast to help you overcome limiting patterns that are keeping you stuck and unsatisfied and unfulfilled. Because real satisfaction, real happiness is 100% available to you and not at some distant point in the future. What we are doing here is helping to remove any of the barriers standing between you and what you actually want. So let's get started on what we are covering today. The three traps that nice guys put themselves in and the three hard truths that will set you free. So let's go over what these are. The first trap that the nice guy puts himself in sounds like this, but I don't want to be an asshole. This is the trap that prevents nice guys from setting boundaries and saying no. The nice guy is called nice for a reason. He's agreeable. He is easy to be around. He's a yes man. He's the guy you want to ask if you need help moving because even if it is a blazing hot day, he's probably going to say yes. The nice guy gets social rewards from being nice. And this is because our society values and rewards agreeability. It's conventionally accepted demeanor. So nice guys exchange agreeability for external validation. They think if I'm nice and agreeable, then other people will validate me. So nice guys don't want to take the risk of showing up any other way of showing up outside of their nice, agreeable comfort zone. Here's where the trap comes in. When they're thinking, but I don't want to be an asshole. This prevents them from saying no when they want to say no or from setting a boundary when they need to. By being agreeable and saying yes, when you don't mean it, you are already an asshole. That's the thing about these traps. These traps are actually ensuring that they will come true. So by thinking, but I don't want to be an asshole, you're actually being an asshole to yourself by not stating what's true for you. And you're being an asshole to the person who you're lying to when you're saying yes, when you mean no. Believing that any no means you're an asshole is deeply limiting and simply untrue. So nice guys have this huge fear that someone's going to think they're an asshole when actually in reality, the person who's going to call them an asshole is themselves. Nice guys are very hard on themselves. So this fear also means that they don't set boundaries where they need them. And then they simmer with resentment and anger when others can't read their minds 
And so they, without meaning to, cross their boundaries. Does any of this sound familiar to you? If so, don't fret. There are ways out of this. Let me give you an example. I was dating a guy a few years ago, total nice guy. And while we were dating, he went through a period of a few weeks where he was planning to take this big exam. And during those few weeks, he didn't set any boundaries with me for his availability. So what he could have said was, hey, I'm in a cram time. I'm only available to get together on Sunday. Or, hey, I need three weeks head down studying. So let's get together after that. Or I'm only available once a week. Any of those boundaries would have created clarity for my expectations, how often I was expecting to see him. Because he didn't set any of those boundaries, I would reach out and say, hey, do you want to get together? And he would either not respond for 24 to 48 hours and then not answer the question, like respond with a meme or a link to an article or just sort of pretend that I hadn't asked. So avoiding. Or he would say yes and then we'd get together and I would notice that he was really not present, totally wasn't there. If I had to guess, I'd imagine that the trap he was in was but I don't want to be an asshole. And so if I reached out and said, hey, do you want to get dinner on Wednesday night? He was probably thinking, well, I'm an asshole if I say no. So I'll just say yes, even though I really don't have that time. And when I'm there, I'm probably not going to be enjoying it. Being the person in the dynamic with the nice guy in that scenario, my wish was that he would just tell me his availability and just set a boundary with me. So it was super clear for both of us when we could get together. He was likely thinking, and this is my hunch, I don't want to be an asshole. And so if I set the boundary, that's being an asshole. And that for him would have been stepping out of his identity of nice and agreeable. It would have threatened that. He created a lack of clarity, which my experience of that was really not enjoyable. In a way, when the nice guy thinks, but I don't want to be an asshole, he actually creates rifts in connection with people around him. And actually, he ends up showing up as an asshole. So that's the very first trap. This one is so common for nice guys. The second trap that nice guys put themselves in, and I say put themselves in because at any point you can choose to have a different thought here. When we own that we are the ones keeping ourselves behind bars, we know that we are the only ones with the key to let us out. So it's good news and bad news. The good news is you are the source of each of these ways of thinking. The bad news is if you don't do anything, you're just going to stay here with these traps living in your mind. Good news is you can change them whenever you want. Okay, trap number two. But I don't want to do or say the wrong thing. The nice guy does not express himself truthfully. He doesn't share his opinions because he fears that they would threaten his social standing. In fact, he might not even know his opinions because he's so disconnected from them because he doesn't ever share them. He shapeshifts to the opinions of others and doesn't say what's true for him in the moment and doesn't share his feelings. This is often attributed to this trap of but I don't want to do or say the wrong thing. I've had so many clients tell me this, but I don't want to do or say the wrong thing to justify not speaking their truth. And what happens 
is these guys are walking around feeling like they're always walking on eggshells. But who are they actually walking on eggshells around? Themselves. Because they fear that doing or saying the wrong thing means that others might not approve of them or that they would be abandoned. However, let's say they did or said the air quotes wrong thing. What they're really, really afraid of is how they would shame themselves because they're just really, really hard on themselves. So the nice guy would rather abandon himself by being a chameleon instead of speaking what's true for him. What happens in this trap is that you take very few risks. When nice guys don't have any tolerance to handle the experience of being wrong or for simply making a mistake, which is, by the way, an unavoidable human experience, they avoid putting themselves out there in any way and taking risks, social risks, professional risks is actually how we grow. But when we are living in constant fear that doing or saying the wrong thing means we're going to get abandoned, we can't live an authentic life because we can't take the risks required to create that. Any version of our lives that's true for us requires putting ourselves out there. It requires trying something new, swimming upstream, and taking leaps of faith. But it's really, really hard to take leaps of faith when we're believing I don't want to do or say the wrong thing. Believing this keeps us small. It keeps our lives very small. The ability to put ourselves out there and make mistakes and not beat ourselves up is how we create what we want to create. Fearing that you will do or say the wrong thing keeps you stuck repeating what you know to be safe. So the safe thing to say, the safe thing to do. And the experience of playing it safe all the time makes life stale. Do you feel me? So if that resonates with you, don't fret. I've got three hard truths that I'm also going to share that are going to help you move out of these traps. All right, let's get into trap number three. Putting my needs first is selfish. Let us remember the fundamental worldview of the nice guy. If I am nice and agreeable, then I deserve love, belonging, and to have my needs met without having to ask. That is the worldview of the nice guy. So he believes that putting his needs first or taking any stand for his needs is selfish. And so he hopes others read his mind and know exactly what he needs without him verbalizing any of it. And actually he believes he deserves to not have to speak anything he wants or needs out loud because he's being nice. This trap ensures that others don't show up for you in the way that you want because they don't know how. When you're not giving people direction on how to best support you or how to help you meet your needs, they can't. And this is the fundamental core issue for the nice guy. He doesn't get his needs met because he is not putting them first. He wants everyone else in the world to make him feel good without having to do that himself. You can keep believing it's selfish to put your needs first and just say, okay, I'm going to start being selfish now. Or 
you can see it as helpful to give others clear direction on how you'd like their support in meeting your needs. Clear is kind. Clear is kind. That is something that is not part of the nice guy's toolbox. He's not often clear. And if we believe that clear is kind, being nice by his terms is actually unkind. You get to reckon with, am I okay believing that I'm selfish if I put my needs first? Personally, I think that we can reclaim the word selfish and remove the negative stigma because a lot of nice guys need to start seeing themselves as the responsible one for their own needs in order to let go of resentment and a shitload of repressed anger that they're walking around with. So the trap of putting my needs first is selfish is a dangerous one because you will always feel compromised, always feel like something is lacking. And that might be because something is. Something that you need is not getting met, but it's your job to make that happen. That's the difference. The nice guy believes it's everyone else's job. And the truth is it's your job. So the three traps nice guys put themselves in. I don't want to be an asshole. I don't want to do or say the wrong thing. And putting my needs first is selfish. If you have believed any of these, hey, no shame. I want to share with you three hard truths that can help you think about these traps in a totally different way. Here's some tough love. Here are these truths. Number one, you are 100% in charge of meeting your own needs. That is no one else's job. So for the nice guy who desperately wants to not have to speak his needs out loud, your whole life will be transformed when you start to see yourself as the leader of your life. And when you own that it is you who's responsible for getting your needs met, not your partner, not your boss, not your parents, but you. All right. Second hard truth. People judge people. We cannot control anyone else's thoughts. Shape-shifting in order to try to manipulate someone else's thoughts is a recipe for suffering always. If you are living on edge because you're believing, I don't want to do or say the wrong thing, you're fearing a lot of judgment and none of that is in your control. People judge people. If you stand up for yourself, someone will judge you guaranteed and you will live and you will get to drop the suffering that comes from constantly manipulating yourself into whatever somebody else wants you to be. If you can handle the truth that people judge people and we can never avoid that, you are going to be able to take a lot more risk in your life. The third hard truth, you will fuck up. The less you beat yourself up for making a mistake, the easier your whole life will be. Nice guys are so hard on themselves. And that keeps you trapped, feeling like you're walking on eggshells around others. When you can realize and own that you'll fuck up and you will survive, and that doesn't make you any less of a person, you will be so much more able to take the risks that are required 
to live an authentic life, to take the risks that are required to stand up for who you are. Fucking up is 100% guaranteed. It's how you respond to it that'll change everything. Running around trying to avoid ever making a mistake creates a life lived in fear. So here are the three hard truths again. You are 100% in charge of meeting your own needs. That's no one else's job. Number two, people judge people. We can't control anybody else's thoughts. Number three, you will fuck up. How you respond to that is everything. All right, that is our episode for today. If you have been stuck in any of these traps, it's not a death sentence. They're simply ways of thinking that have been creating what probably feels like a lot of staleness or stuckness. And there is so much richness available to you if you try a different way. There's so much beauty and love and fun and satisfaction waiting for you when you let these traps go. Okay, so glad you were here today. I have one cool thing that I want to share with you. So it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts. And as a thank you, if you do this, I would love to offer you a 30-minute coaching session one-to-one for free. So here's how that works. Subscribe to this podcast on any podcasting platform that you use. Go onto Apple Podcasts, leave a review, send me a screenshot of that review to podcast at kathbrooks.com. All of this is in the show notes. And from there, you'll receive a booking link to schedule a 30-minute coaching session with me. We could work on one of these traps if you notice one coming up or anything else you've got going on in your life. And it would be so much fun to see you face-to-face on Zoom, and it would really mean the world to me if you left a review. Otherwise, please hit the subscribe button. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is a real treat to be here on the airwaves with you. This is No More Mr. Nice Guy, and I'll be with you all next week. Cheers.